Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Harlem, and this is the Human Architects Podcast, where your development is yours and no one else's. Let's get started. This is episode number seven. It is learning. Okay, so I'm only excited or screaming about this because I love, I love, 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 love to learn. And I think a lot of people hate, I mean, I mean, they hate to learning. My family looks at me and they're like, God, how much school can you do? And God, how could you teach yourself so much stuff? And why do you like learning? Nobody likes to learn. And I think that that is the worst mistake that you can make. And I think I want to make the biggest, well, I know I want to make a great distinction between formal and informal learning. So today we'll talk about what is learning, types of learning, tools that you can use to learn, uh, tools that I've used to learn. And then I'll make some like habits of learning, like how you can create habits of learning. So let's get started. So what is learning? For me, learning is a really personal thing. It is not the same thing as formal learning. Formal learning, you go to class, you do work, you receive a grade, you're not in control of your experience, you're not in control of your topic. Well, maybe you're in control a little bit of your topic if you're in university, but you're not really in control. And so what I mean by that, what I mean by learning is this idea that you can cultivate your brain to know anything that you want. I mean, anything from Chinese to French to Arabic to how to knit to how to draw, how to sew. And if I talk about that now, um, this month um, I'm creating a new habit, which is to learn how to draw. Um, And I'll explain that to you a little bit more when I give you some ways how to create your habit. But I'm teaching myself essentially how to create architectural pieces and how to sculpt figures and bodies, because eventually I want to be able to call myself an artist. And the way that I'm going to be able to do that is by teaching myself. And so that means learning, but learning in an informal way. So the goal of today is to get everyone that hates to learn and the people who do love to learn to like really see that the value of learning is in cultivating purposely, intentionally, strategically cultivating your brain. You can be the most undereducated, the most less traveled, the least traveled, the least experienced person, but you can be brilliant at the things you want to know. So I want to make that clear. It's not the things that society tells you you need to know. These are the things that you want to know, and you'll know them because you'll be excited to learn them. You'll be excited to express them. You'll be excited to tell people about them. So I want to talk to you guys about learning and how learning is the goal or the key in unlocking your own self-development and learning about what you want to learn about, what you need to learn about, where you want to go, not where other people tell you. So for sure, if you work, You have to learn what your job tells you, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your own personal development because 
as the motto of the podcast is, your development is yours and no one else's. So you need to purposely sculpt and create the brain, the person, the identity, uh, the tastes, the, the feelings that you want by sculpting and learning what you need. So I'm a digital learner. And what I want to say by that, or what I mean by that is that I hate to read a book. I absolutely hate to read a book. And if I read someone's book, that means that that person has added so much value to my life through digital learning, through an online article, through a podcast, through a couple YouTube videos that they have earned my respect and the right for me to go out and buy a book because I'm also a minimalist, buy this book and sit down and take days to read it. So me, when I tell you learning, I mean e-learning. Maybe for you, you still prefer to pick up the book and lay on the couch and do that. But for me, I prefer to be running. I prefer to be cooking and learning all at the same time. So the types of learning I'm going to talk to you about today are one podcast, two YouTube, three books. Ugh. Okay, maybe I won't talk to you about books. To be fair, I won't talk. Okay, I'll talk to you a little bit about books, but I won't spend too much time on it because books are not where it's at for me, even if it's in a Kindle. Um, Apps, social media, um, online courses that are free, life, which is really critical, your experiences, your interactions, and your losses. So let's start first with the podcast. I think a podcast is probably the best thing that could have happened to me, meaning that I can tell in a few seconds whether or not I want to listen to this person. I can see if they can add value to my life. Every day I can join them at the time that I want at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I don't have to stop my day. I can download it in advance. I can do it while I'm working out. I can do it while I'm doing yoga. I can do it while I'm taking a shower. It takes absolutely no effort to listen to a podcast. And at the end of 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, I mean, sorry, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, 2 hours, I have learned so much stuff and I have not done the work to learn it. And what I mean by that is that normally this person that I'm listening to has had to either experience the lesson, has either read the lesson, or has studied the lesson. And here I am stealing all their bubbles of knowledge for myself into my cultivated brain and just listening while I'm running, while I'm doing laundry or whatever. So I would say podcasts are definitely a recommendation for me. Number two, YouTube. I love YouTube. YouTube is wonderful. If I want to know quickly how a person thinks about a subject, or if I need to know how a book is, or if I need to know what a company is doing today and tomorrow, what their next goal is for the next 10 years, I can onboard myself in one hour with about, let me see, let me do the math, with about three three times 20, okay, 20 videos at three minutes each. In one hour, I can onboard myself to the history of a company. And if I'm really efficient, I can do it all with one minute and 30 second videos because people who make great videos know that having a video lasts for two hours, it's not going to work. So I would say definitely get on there, go to YouTube. And the way that I like to do it is that I like to set up three or four videos for me to review in the morning. So when I start my day, I'm already learning. I'm already ready to go and I pick the topic in advance. And the thing about YouTube, which is awesome, is that it's so smart then it also does the work for you. So if you watch one video on minimalism, then the next video it recommends is on minimalism. And if I change and I'm like, okay, well, I want to know about travel, then the next 10 videos are about travel. And so you don't even have to do the work. YouTube will do it for you. 
So I would recommend trying out YouTube books. Only buy a book if the person has earned your respect in some other capacity. Because if not, that book will be 200 pages of egotism and self, uh, self, I guess, self-praise. So if you think that that person speaks in a way that speaks volumes to you, if that person has made a video in a way that speaks volumes to you, if that person has written uh, articles that speak volume to you, buy the book. But do not, do not buy the book before you check the value of the person for yourself. Not for someone else, but for yourself. Because if not, those will be the most painful 200 pages of your life. The other thing is, as I'm a big minimalist, you have nothing that you need to say to me that needs 200 pages. If you can do it in 50 pages, maximum 100, I'm with it. But a book that's three or 400 pages, I'm not buying it. Because that means that you're, you lack efficiency, you lack conciseness, and you can't get to your point in less than 100 pages. And God knows how many words those are. So what I would say is that if you want to buy a book, fine. But do your markers first. Check to make sure this person's going to add value to your life. And do not buy the book just because someone recommended it. Apps. Apps are awesome. So anytime I want to learn something, I just download an app for like a day or two and I teach myself. So for example, right now I'm doing a picture collage for the entire month in an effort to kind of get my followers and my downloaders to get to know me. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I don't really like to talk so much about myself. So I thought I would show you, right? Because a picture is a thousand words. And so I use this app called Pick picture collage. And in about five minutes, I can create about 10 collages of my favorite moments in the morning. So the, the, the picture, the 31 days of pictures for this month is about my mornings. And I'm able to create awesome collages that probably would take people days and hours. And I'm able to understand the difference in graphics. I'm able to understand the difference in, in using fonts. And so if you want to learn something, you don't have a lot of time, download an app, Get on your phone while you're on the bus or on the train or on the tram and learn it. As soon as you've learned it, then you can decide if this app add value to, adds value to your life. If so, keep it. If not, delete it. Never be afraid to delete something that you found does not add the value to your life that you need. But if you're going to keep it, find a way to use it. So the other thing is social media. Okay. You might disagree completely with me about this, and that's okay. I use social media intentionally, intentfully. No, it's intentionally. <clears throat> I use it intentionally. So when I get onto my, for example, Facebook, I love my friends. I don't mind calling them. I don't mind talking to them. But I want to see things that add value to my life. So most of the times, my feed is filled with things from business review, entrepreneur life, apartment therapy, uh, inspirational quotes, different groups that I belong to. And I'm seeing all these things that make me happy. I'm like almost excited like a kid in a candy store when I'm looking at my, my um, social media feed. So the way that you can instill your learning or learn what you want or cultivate your brain is by being intentional in every action you do. So you know you're going to use social media. Don't clog your social media with people and with things that don't add value. So delete or unfollow or do whatever you have to do to make sure that all the posts at the top are things that you want to learn. 
And some of your friends might just be interested in joking, and that's cool because they're your friends, right? But they're not really helping you to sculpt the brain and the interest that you want. So you want to make sure that you manage your social media by purposely following things, articles, journals, people that will add value. And so when you go through your feed, you're constantly sculpting the brain that you want. The next thing is Coursera, and there's more than one version of Coursera, but I love Coursera because... It empowers people around the world, no matter how poor, how rich, um, how many or how little resources you have to learn for free from top universities. So if you want to learn something, you don't want to sit in a class, you don't want to pay for it, go to Coursera.com. And when you get on Coursera, you can download whatever course and you can take it at the pace that you like. And if you want a certificate, you can. But the whole purpose of this is not to get... um, I guess, visual gratification, but to see that you're learning what you want to learn because you want to sculpt the best you you can be. Life. So life is an awesome teacher and the only people who learn from life are the people who stop to reflect. So at this age, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 34 and at 34, I have had many life lessons, and the only reasons why I know that they've been life lessons and opportunities to learn is because I've stopped and taken the time to reflect on them. So you can't just live life and not take experiences. So every day, something happens that I like and that I don't like or that I'm okay with, and I think about that, and then I change. And if I give you an example of that, for example, when I started this podcast, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to create this podcast and every day during the week, I'm going to do something, a little something for the podcast. And I realized that it wasn't really intentionally uh, the best way and the best use of my time. So now on Sundays, I sit down with a good cup of coffee and I create this podcast. I create all the things that I need to do surrounding human architects on Sunday and I do it purposely. So though this is not my only podcast, I have another podcast called Human Spaces. I do that on Saturday. And I know that Saturday is Human Spaces Day. And you can check it out at humanspacedesigns.com. And on Sunday, it's real human architects all day, all night. And I know that I'm going to accomplish it. And when I'm done, I feel completely complete. And Monday to Friday, I'm not worried about it. I don't even think about it. So the idea is that if life teaches you a lesson, and it does every day, take those lessons and adjust. And don't just ignore them or think that they're not lessons. Experiences. So experiences are also cool. Um, I learn from my experiences all the time. So, for example, I like to work out. But if I don't go to the gym before 10 a.m., it's never going to happen. So before I was like, yeah, I'll go in the afternoon and in the evening, I'm sure I'll find the time and I never found the time. So I would say that that was my experience. If you want to go to the gym and make it for two hours of cardio, then you need to make that experience happen before 10 a.m. If that experience does not happen before 10 a.m., then you will not be going to the gym. Silence. So moving on, um, interactions. The more you interact with people, the funnier your life will be and the more interesting you will be and the more you will understand what they think of you, what people don't think of you. um, And you also get to learn how other people see things. So for example, 
sometimes I'm around my friends and I'll be like, yeah, I don't really understand why that happened. And they'll say to me, yeah, yeah, no, this is exactly why it happened. And what I realize is that I learn all the time from interacting with people because one show gets 10 different perspectives from 10 different people. And those perspectives are 10 different opportunities for me to learn. I'm not saying I'm going to embody all of them, but I'm saying that it's an opportunity to learn. Losses. Losses are a great opportunity to learn. Of course, in the moment, we're, we're pissed, we're upset, so we don't really think about it, but you can learn from your losses. What's an example of that? Mm, so I'm always eating healthy and uh there's always peanut butter in my house, not for me, but uh, for my partner. And every time I eat peanut butter, I somehow seem to gain weight. And my goal was to get fit, lose a couple pounds, you know, before summertime, of course, summertime sexy. And so I decided that I was going to have some peanut butter and I gained weight. So from this loss of the, I had lost, so I should explain, I had lost like four or five pounds, started eating peanut butter, gained like five plus pounds. So I realized that from my loss, which is the loss of the weight that I, I had worked so hard to, to, to keep off, I need to not eat peanut butter. So now I don't eat peanut butter. And if I do, I do it early in the morning before the calories can punish me for doing what I know I should not do. So some things that have added some value to my life. Lately, I've decided to add another type of learning to my life, and that's the documentary. So now I'm watching a documentary a day, and I want to encourage you guys to try to get on the documentary front because we waste so much of our time watching movies, and documentaries actually teach us something. So the documentaries that I've watched recently are How to Live on a Dollar a Day, which was a small documentary about two months in Guatemala where these guys try to figure out how Guatemalans are able to live on a dollar a day. The other one I watch, which is also on Netflix, is the 75 most dangerous places in the world. And so I know where I will not be vacationing. In terms of podcasts, some tools that have added some value to my love, to my life. Um, well, okay, to my love, to my life. Paleo women. I am not a paleo person, but these women spit out scientific facts like how little children chew bubblegum. And so if you want to learn tons of things about nutrition and diet without having to ever read a book, without ever having to watch a YouTube video, you can plug them in for one hour a week and you will become a nutritionist. Of course, you can't give recommendations to other people, but you'll become your own personal nutritionist. And I'm not a paleo, paleo person, but for sure, I love listening to these women. The other thing is the 5 a.m. Miracle Morning. I'm not learning so much from this guy, but this guy's happy as ever. And so at 5 a.m., Jeff Sanders is pumped, excited, and I get the feeling that it might be the 98 or, no, I'm sorry, the 28 bananas that he eats all day long, but he's great. I feel energized. I feel like I can do it when I get to the gym, and so... I would say that if I had to make a recommendation, um, two takeaways would be check out Paleo Women, a podcast. Check out um, the 5 a.m. Miracle Morning with uh, Dave Sanders. Go to Netflix if you don't have it or download it and try to get Living on a Dollar a Day or what's the other podcast? No, not the podcast, but Living on a Dollar a Day is the documentary. I also watch Cow Conspiracy, so you can check that out. That talks about how beef 
of the production of meat is killing the world and 75 of the most dangerous places all on the good value of Netflix. And for YouTube, I love Jenny Mustard. She's a minimalist. I'm a minimalist. And she produces these cute videos that last about five minutes where she talks to me and explains to me different things about minimalism and my struggle. And really, it's from her that I learned about being a podcaster because she does it so effortlessly that it made me believe that I could do what I'm doing now. So check out Miss Jenny Mustard and, of course, TED Talk. Who doesn't love a good TED Talk? So before I end it out, I wanted to make a final recommendation to you guys in terms of how to create the habit of learning. Number one, decide what you want to learn. And what I mean by that, don't decide what decide, what society is telling you you need to learn. Decide what you want to learn in your perfectly sculpted brain. Two, decide the best resource, the best source for that. So for me, that's online learning or e-learning. For you, maybe it's still a book, (coughs) though I recommend not being a book. But if it's still a book, then you know what I said. Make sure the person adds value before you buy the book. But you pick the best sources for you. So that's YouTube, that's a podcast, that's uh, e-journals, that's a magazine, Then you want to figure out how you're going to learn this foundation, right? And as you learn, you apply the action. So if I go back to my idea about learning how to draw, I decided I wanted to draw. I ordered a sketchbook online at amazon.com. I downloaded several videos on learning how to draw. I looked up some TED videos that talked about the power of drawing. And I connected with some of my friends that are artists so I could see them creating work and be more motivated. Finally, you need to make small wins. So my goal for this month, as I teach myself how to draw, is to draw one time a day something, anything. So one time a day, I sit down and I draw something, and I will share those drawings, not with you guys, but with my other podcast, um, Human Spaces, Because there I talk about organization and creativity and creating your own space to empower passion, innovation, happiness, happy people. So I'll share with them next month all my drawings for the first 31 days. And at the end of this, I won't be an artist, but I'll definitely be able to draw. And finally, at some point, I should master this. So just to recap, one is pick what you want to learn. Pick the best sources is two. Set a foundation of how you're going to learn. Four, aim for small wins. And five, at some point, master it. So to end the podcast, I wanted to tell you guys some happy news. I decided to join Pinterest. I'm not sure how to use Pinterest yet, but I will figure it out. If you have any recommendations on how to use Pinterest, please email me at realhumanarchitects@outlook.com or leave me a message. Um, I've also joined Google+, not sure how to use that either. So if you have any recommendations, please tell me. If this podcast added value to your life, please check out the rest of my podcast. I just published one last week on chocolate and my addiction or marriage to chocolate. If you liked it, please like it. Please share it. Uh, Join the Facebook community at Real Human Architects at Facebook, or you can just look up Human Architects. And it'll come up or you can go to the website, realhumanarchitects.com. And then from there, you click community and you can join. Uh, Check out my 31 day photo blog. It's awesome. So 
by this time, I think I will be on day 13 or 14. So every day I post a video of something that inspires my morning from working out to my clothes, to my habits. And so you can get to know more about me because I think it's better for me to show you in picture than to sit on the podcast and only talk about myself. And as always, the motto for this podcast is your development is yours and no one else's. So never accept blanket advice that belongs to people who are less dynamic than you, less awesome than you, and less deserving than you. So I will see you next time. This is Harlem. Well, I'm Harlem, and this is the Real Human Architects Podcast. See you next time.